think about people you know that might be bankrupt emotionally because of trauma in their life. God is promising he would be the healer of the walking wounded. Welcome to Capra Combos. We're talking about Restore 120. It's part of our theme this month. And Dennis wasn't sure, what do you mean by that, 120? But I'm saying 120%. I, I heard Joseph Prince say that, and it spoke to my heart because when, and when you see these Old Testament passages of something being stolen, we see God wants to see a return of more than what you lost. More than. Yeah. You know, everybody says, you ask them a question, that, my son-in-law, 100%, 100%. We're talking <laughs> about 120% more than. Yeah. What you lost. Let or the desire. restoration begin. I'm trusting God. So say that one more time, Denise. Let the restoration begin. Now, let starts out with a word that says you have a choice whether you're going to let something happen yeah. to you, good or bad. You and, allow it. and you said, let the restoration begin. The things that have been stolen over the years, it's time to let the restoration begin. Right. So think about it. And here's what I love. God who lives outside of time, he watches everything and he can supernaturally restore. And he does. And that means wasted time, time living in anxiety Ooh. or fear, even things we've self-inflicted troubles, doubt, guilt, condemnation. God wants us to walk free from that. Let me, let me just comment on that for a second, Denise. Uh, God lives outside of time. We always put things together by a 24-hour period, an eight-hour day. Try to allow your heart to go outside of that and say, God is not limited to those things. He can restore things that I lost and now I'm getting older and what do I do? God can restore. Yeah. Get out of that time pill you've and, been eating. And the time pill. And he doesn't even see things the same way. Whether it's broken relationships, I've seen God restore broken relationships. But we've got to be a willing participant. Yes. Yeah. You know, thinking about this um, sickness, people need restoration from sickness where the enemy has stolen some of your life through disorder or disease. God is a healer. May I comment on that? Sure. Uh, a lot of people that have had things over an extended period of time, you get used to it, and it's almost more easier. It's, it's easier to have faith in your sickness, your problem, the thing that hasn't happened, than having faith in what God has done. Yeah. And I say it's time to put off the old way of thinking, the old holding on to things, and say, God, you have, through Jesus, healed me, delivered me, provided for me. I know you know all these passages about God being our healer, that all through the Old Testament, he is the one, he's our source and our healer. But in Jeremiah 30, verse 17, it says, God's promising, I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, Come on. says the Lord, because they called you an outcast saying, this is Zion and no one seeks her. So think about people you know that might be bankrupt emotionally because of trauma in their life something they had nothing to do with, something that they were a victim of. 
God is promising he would be the healer of the walking wounded. You know, Denise, we've all lost people. We've all had people in our lives that have caused tragedy and brought back pain to us. And I'm saying you don't have to dwell on that the rest of your life. I will keep him, you and I, in perfect peace whose mind, thoughts, emotions are stayed on me. We've got to move from that place where we're in a rut over into that place on the high mountain where God lives. You know, I was looking at this uh, verse of scripture I just found today out of Psalm 102 because it's about praying for Jerusalem and, and uh, God's promises and his favor and blessing on Jerusalem. But in in verse 14, out of the Passion, it says in Psalm 102, For your servants weep in sympathy over Zion's ruins and feel love for her every stone. When you arise to intervene, all the nations and kings will be stunned. So it's talking about God being moved with the sadness of the loss and the tragedy in Jerusalem. And then in verse 16, it says, Yes, you will reveal yourself to Zion and appear in the brightness of glory to restore her. Come on. And to give her children. So he responds to the prayer of the poor and the broken and will not despise the cry of the homeless. And then it says, write all this down for the coming generation. So God wants us to know and to tell our children that he's faithful to bring restoration to brokenness in our lives. Everybody listening to this broadcast knows about brokenness and you know people who are broken. And I would challenge you, can you be one of those people that restore the pain? That not to bring pain back to you, but to store them from their pain to bring them into life and wholeness. Will you do that? Will you, will you accept this challenge that I'm giving you to be the restorers of the breach to the hurting people? Because they're everywhere. And as we went through the pandemic over the last few years, it made a lot of people that way. But you are called for this time, this hour. I'm thinking also of this verse I, I keep sharing, but I'm going to read the whole thing in its context in Isaiah 42, 22. And it says, but this is a people robbed and plundered. All of them are snared in holes and they're hidden in prison houses. They are for prey and no one delivers for plunder and no one says restore. You know, when I first read that, I reflected on it. No one says restore. And I asked the Lord that I said, what? Why do people, why would no one say restore? And he spoke directly to my heart and said, because no one believes that I will. And so that's our challenge to you today. God really does want to bring restoration to all of us. We don't see how. Sometimes that's the thing. That's the thing that blocks us from receiving is we just don't see how he can possibly. It's too much water under the bridge. But I'm saying instead of you trying to figure it out, why don't you just put it in his hands, release it, release your pain and say, God, I'm even I'm though trust I don't understand, I can believe God can do it. Yes. God, I'm saying you are God. Even though I don't know how he's going to deliver us from all right. this mess with the government, with our economy, 
I can still believe God can do it. You know, repair and restoration don't flow from anxiety. <laughs> they, it flows from hope. And so we've got to keep our hope in God. You know, think about, we, you and I were talking about this because we're project people. And when you go to someone's yard and you see they need some trees or flowers or some landscaping, you got to have some vision. Same thing for, you know, do-it-yourself projects at home or a decorator can walk right into a home and she's got a vision for moving walls and changing things, adding things. That's vision and that's it's actually hope too, hope for change. And we've got to have that vision knowing God can bring recovery to this broken down mess. And you may not have it, but God's got it. And I'm going to pray right now that you will allow yourself to get God's vision for your given situations, whether it be financial restoration. So many of you out there, man, you need some financial restoration. So, Father, I pray that these people will get your vision, that you have more than enough. You bring in finances so many different ways. You restore. You bring not just get by, but you bring more than enough. So we pray restoration in the area of finances, restoration in the area of vision to all the people that will hear this broadcast in Jesus' name. Well, God bless you, and we'll see you again soon.